Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. Good uh, evening to you, Smiling. Happy Friday, everybody. 6.08, Mark Aram with you till... 8 in the p.m. Monday through Friday. We've got a fun show. Second hour, we're going to uh, talk to a comedian, Brittany from Access Atlanta, Gio from Antico Pizza. Uh, but I want to start off with uh, not something I really want to talk about, the uh, Jeffrey Epstein story. Yeah. You, you familiar with it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Ugh. You, you know what I'm talking about, Longoria? The alleged pedophile. He had a, yes. a, he had a pedophile island, apparently. So Disgusting. Disgusting story, and this is all I'm going to say about it. Um, I don't know the man. You're innocent till proven guilty. But if he is guilty, and there are people that have been associated with him, throw the book at all of them. I don't care if they've got a D, an R, or an I next to their name. No one should be safe from the prosecution of of Epstein Island. This alleged, just absolute horrible creep. So. I don't care if uh, I don't care who goes down. If if they had if anyone had something to do with the uh, underage girls that he was trafficking and just just throw the whole book at him, Longoria. I agree with you. A big thesaurus, just throw it right at him. Anyway, um, do you ever do you ever uh, when you were a kid? Maybe I'll ask Deb. <laughs> What, what was your favorite book as a child? Let me let me start with that. <laughs> favorite book as a Oh, yeah, this, that was a weird thing. Yeah, yeah, that's why we're I was done like, with, oh. We're done with Epstein. Sorry, that was it. That was the end of the... Sorry, bad. <laughs> Thank you. Poor transition. Yes. Very like, poor. Where are we going with this? <laughs> I just wanted to get that off my chest. So. <laughs> okay. New topic now. Yes, uh, yes. Uh, period, end of sentence, new paragraph, <laughs> new topic. What was your favorite book as a child? I used to devour Stephen King books. I loved those. Younger. Oh gosh, younger. Um, Judy Bloom. No, I never read those. No, no. Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. Never read that either. All right. No, so no. Stephen King. Stephen I could, King, right that, around. Sixth I see grade. that. Yeah. I can absolutely see it. Longoria. <laughs> any favorite? Ever? <laughs> I used to like those choose your own adventure books. When okay, I was sure. Yeah, I you used know? to cheat like hell on those. Yeah, though. you would look to see yeah. if you were going to die. Turn to page eighty-three. It's like, like oh no, no, I'm not going to do yeah. that. Yeah, Big B. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about those. So I, I'm a weird guy. My favorite book as a child was the Guinness Book of World's Records. Oh, cool. Yeah, I just loved that. I mean, it was the perfect toilet book, Did right? Did you ever try it and be like, oh, I could do that one? Like, you, think you could break one eventually? I would make up my own things. Oh, okay. <laughs> I remember one, I don't know, I must have been six years old, and we had a, a kiddie pool. Maybe I was even younger. Oh, my brother was young. All right, so we had a kiddie pool in the back, okay? And I, I was like trying to get to the Guinness Book of World's Records, and I took a sack full of pennies, and I stood like 10 feet away and I was like, I'm going to set the record for the most consecutive pennies thrown into a, a kiddie pool, <laughs> like without missing or without bouncing. And I did it. And I like, I don't know, 147 or whatever. And I wrote a letter to the Guinness Book of World's <laughs> Records. Really? Yeah. I had my parents mail it. They have to be present when you do that stuff, right? Well, I, I mean, I didn't. And they were the Guinness Book was nice enough to write back. Like, oh, uh, dear Mark. Uh, throwing pools, uh, pennies into a kiddie pool is not an official 
Guinness Book of World Record category yet. Yet. If that changes, we'll certainly let you know. Keep up your. I mean, it was really cool to get. Yeah, I mean, at least they were nice about exactly. it. They weren't like, kid, come yeah, on. No, dude. exactly. <laughs> so, like, that was a dream of mine to always get into the Guinness Book of World Records. And what am I going to get in for, Longoria? Right? You look the know. tallest man, fattest man. Yeah. Best. Yeah, po- something poker related, maybe? I don't even think there's any poker. I mean, there's there's nothing I can do. Remember the, the the longest fingernail? I remember the pictures in that book oh, specifically. God, that with the, the they'd loop yeah. around. There was it was a guy from India, I remember, had this thing. And they had the fattest twins, the two guys on the mopeds. The, <laughs> That's, yeah. yeah, and the tallest man ever. Like I remember so vividly those pictures because I used to read that book all the time. Um and up until about ninety minutes ago, <laughs> I didn't think I could ever get in the Guinness Book of World Records, okay. right? Because yeah. I'm not going to grow the longest hair. Right, right. I'm not going to grow the longest nails. I, I may someday be the fattest person on the planet. That <laughs> yeah. I guess that's within. There's something the, stomach related in the yeah, Guinness there's, Book? But there's nothing physically or athletically or musically. Like there's music. There's nothing. And up until 90 minutes ago, I had <laughs> given up on my dream of becoming okay. a Guinness Book of World Records. Until Deb Green <laughs> finds this story out of Belgium. Belgian? Belgium. Yeah, Belgium. Belgium. A Belgian man sat on a toilet for nearly five days this week in a bid to set a world record. (laughs) Apparently, the Guinness Book of World Records for sitting on a toilet consecutively is 165 hours. Wow. This guy failed. He bailed after 116 hours. Whoa. Do the math. So close. Divide that 165 by 24 while I go to traffic, Deb Green, because I want to know, because I might actually make a run at this. I might make a run at a Guinness Book of World Records longest period sitting on a toilet. Mark McKay, um, I've had a couple of record-breaking uh, attempts at this during morning drive. You can, oh you can attest to that. Exactly. Watching traffic if you were up front. 165 hours. How long? How many days is that, Deb Green? Sorry. It's divided by 24. No, I know. I was trying to get this thing working. Okay. Uh, while she does the math 6. on that. 6.8. Six, so almost a whole week. Now, look at the, the – there's, there's interesting caveats to this. Yeah, you could take breaks. This guy could take breaks. You can get five-minute breaks, five minutes off every hour, which you can accumulate over several hours – to allow you to get some sleep. So if you don't take a break for five hours, you've locked up 25 minutes of break time. And then you can take a 30-minute nap. nap. Which I, I, listen, as a true Guinness Book of World Records champion, would not be taking those breaks. You would just go all the way through? Yes. You could, I've slept on a toilet before. You can sleep on a toilet. Well, wouldn't you, if you could do that, then just accumulate them all till the end, and then you take off, like, what What would that oh, be? about? Sure. Like, like two, two hours, yeah. three hours, or whatever? Five days. And then you get off early. <laughs> yeah. Know? So when if I do go for this record, yeah, pishaw on the breaks. I'm not taking five minute breaks. What do you need to break for? To go to the bathroom? Well, you're, you're on the toilet already. So you gonna take a week off of work to do this? Yeah, we got unlimited PTO now. Oh, that's what you do. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> when did I, that happen? Oh, I, I wasn't oh, supposed January. to say that in the air. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I was like, whoa, wait, wait, wait. I I could actually even do my show. Well, yeah, I guess so. If we set, set up a up studio in my house. Now, technically, this guy wasn't on. He was sitting on a toilet, but it wasn't in a bathroom. Exactly. So it wasn't was even a like bar. a connected toilet. Oh. So you could do that. And then if you do to take a bathroom break, like get up and go no, to the bathroom. No, I want to be on a real t- I want. I want this thing to be genuine. If I'm going to set the record, I'm going to set the record. I'm going to be a genuine record Haven't you already breaker. fallen asleep on the toilet once before? Yes. And we're late to work? Yeah. Uh, uh, 15 years ago. 
I woke up at 3.19 a.m., as I do every morning, right. to come in to do morning news with Scott Slade and the traffic on Channel 2. And my, my routine is the same. I wake up, go to the bathroom, take a shower, shave, get dressed, and go to work. That's the same routine I've been doing for 20 years. This morning, I woke up. This morning, 15 years ago. I woke up, went to the bathroom, showered, shaved, came out, and it was 5.30 in the morning. <laughs> And I realized that I had to have fallen asleep on the toilet because if I'd fallen asleep in the shower, the water would have gotten cold. It wouldn't have woke, woke yeah. me up. And I didn't fall asleep standing up shaving. Yeah, it's harder to fall so asleep So I, I up. knocked out for a good hour while on the uh, toilet. So <laughs> well, I, you I've You've had practice. Thank you, Longoria, for remembering that. Yeah, I have, I've had practice. So that's the that's the record I'm going to go for. I, okay. I A week on, the, on the turlet is very doable, I think. If this were a station I used to work at, we'd we would be do planning it. this. We would do it yes, right now, of week, course. Yes. <laughs> Maybe a B98.5 will, <laughs> there you will, go. will promote this behind. <laughs> but what about eating? Would you eat Uber Eats? No, but eat on the toilet, like yeah. in the restroom? You haven't done gross. that before? No. That's the grossest thing I mean, ever. I guess you're saying I actually, right I, I, actually, I haven't done that either. <laughs> I've uh, had friends that have done it, yeah. but not. I've, I've thought, no. I've, I've, I drink coffee on the toilet sometimes. Yeah, but that's not the same thing as eating. No, you're right. I'm not eating. You got wings. a buddy eat a sandwich one time while he was sitting on the toilet. I'm like, really? you couldn't wait like 20 minutes to come out and eat the sandwich. <laughs> like you decided to eat it then. Not eating biscuits and gravy on the <laughs> toilet. Although it's probably a good idea with my in- uh, insides to just sit on the toilet. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, I, w- I mean, as as long as it'd have to be the perfect setup. I need a sink to wash my hands, mm-hmm. um, and so I could continue eating. And I, there's no, I mean, I don't have to sit on the toilet with. My pants at my ankles the whole time. There's not. This guy didn't. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can sit there oh, fully yeah, yeah. clothed, so that's a different thing. Do you have to sit with it with like, like it open? Does that make sense? Like the top open? I don't or think can so. You just it sit didn't on it. Say, it's just yeah. sitting on it, yeah, right? Yeah. Just said sitting on the toilet. Yeah. yeah. This is doable, Longoria. Yeah, it is. We could make this happen. Six point eight days. I can do that standing on my head. I do want to talk about uh, the Guinness Book of World Records. Is anyone else? Fascinated by that book as, as a kid as I was. I mean, I love that book. 404 872 1-800-WSB-TALK. Still to come, we got a drunk dentist to talk about. And tomorrow's National French Friday. So it's it's light and easy. To, aside from that first Epstein comment, everything else is light and easy on the Mark Aram Show. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. Thinking about setting a world record, the Guinness Book of World Records for uh, sitting on a turlet for a hundred and how many hours did I say? 165. 165 hours. I think I can get it done. 404-872-0751-800 WSB Talk. Chris joins us in Lawrenceville. Chris, welcome to the show. Hey, Mark. Uh, good evening. And uh, I have to tell you, your show is definitely the highlight on my listening. Oh, that's so nice of you. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Anyways, I got two quick comments. One's about the world record thing, and the other is about the crazy names you talked about yesterday. In regards to the Guinness Book of World Records, um, judging by your multiple appearances on WSB and other affiliates practically every day, I, I sincerely think you may hold the world's record for the most popular Jewish talk show host in the world. Oh, is Mark Levin Jewish? Jews Nugget, is, see if Mark Levin is Jewish. If he, We're not claiming him. I'm not claiming him for the religion, but maybe uh, if he's not, I well, might have a shot I, at that. I think you're on more affiliates and, you know, <laughs> well, WSB is the most popular talk show host in, indeed. Uh, in the world, Indeed, I think. indeed. What about the names from yesterday? Real quick. Oh, okay. I can't believe nobody mentioned uh, the guy that's been in the news so much over the last year, uh, that FBI special agent 
Peter Stroke. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I I am I've grown out of my immaturity, and I never even put two and two together. Yeah, that could be an uh, an awkward name. Uh, Chris is in Delonica. Chris, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Thank you. Uh, how about uh, bringing up their uh, uh, Guinness's first cousin Ripley's? Believe it or not, um, I've got uh, a story. My grandfather. I'm going to read it as I, as I look at the picture here. It was February 2nd, 1952. Drove through all the 48 states, a distance of 9,246.7 miles in 12 and a half days. Wow. How many miles? Oh, I'm about to zoom in. 9,243 okay, and 7.7 miles. That might be a fun one to break. When was that wreck? When was that set? It was February 2nd, 1952. Oh, we got I made the trip in a 10-year-old car that had already traveled 134,000 miles. I think I think that's beatable with the automobiles we have in uh, 2019. That'd be a fun thing to do. I would love to do one of those things. Stop at every Whataburger on the way for Longoria. Oh, yeah. And then stop at every bathroom after that for me. <laughs> well, we, uh, Ripley's, believe it or not, by the way, do you remember that TV show? Yeah. Can you find the uh, the intro to Ripley's when we come back, yeah. Gloria? All right. Uh, I'm about to try to set a Guinness Book of World Records. Longest time on the porcelain, 163 hours. Just because the Guinness Book was my favorite book of all time. I loved that thing as a kid. This is the Mark Aram Show. Hi, this is Valerie Bertinelli, and you're listening to the Mark Aram Show. According to the internet, the Guinness Book of World Records was first published in 1955, Deb Green. It seems late. It does seem late. Um, It was just a pamphlet before that. And since then, there have been over 138 million copies printed in over 20 languages in more than 100 countries. Hmm. How about that? My favorite book as a kid, and it probably still as a doll. I got to go pick up a... I want to see how, much, how many things have changed, records have changed. Isn't it all just online? I don't know. I want the, I want the hard <laughs> the copy. Book. Yeah, okay. to, 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 yeah, it'll do, help me set my record. Do they still sell a book? I would think so, yeah. yeah. Where is there a bookstore? Check on Amazon, if oh, you don't yeah, mind. Am- check, oh, yeah, Prime Day. Literally, literally, check on Amazon. Because uh, be, I would like to, to, to go back to my childhood. I remember that I could re- recite that book front to back. That's how much I love that book. Anyway, the reason I'm talking about that is I never thought I could get into the Guinness Book of World Records. But now I think there's a shot. Uh, the record for sitting consecutive hours on a toilet is 165 hours, uh, 6.8 days, according to Deb Green's math. And I think that's very doable for me. 16 bucks. Dude. All right. There you go. Amazon. Yeah. I'll do it. Get it on Prime Day. When is Prime Day? Monday. Monday. Yeah, something like right? that. Monday. Monday. I think it's Monday. Uh, <laughs> 404-872-0750. Eric joins us in Brazelton. Eric, welcome to the show. Hey, Mark. Great show. I love your show. Thank you, buddy. Well, uh, I've got a, believe it or not, a radio-related uh, Guinness record. Okay. Back when I was growing up, when I was a kid, growing up in uh, South Florida and Homestead, we had two radio sta- two country radio stations in the area, WQAM in Miami. And we had a little radio station, 1430 WQDI in, in Homestead. Little bitty station would shut the transmitter down at night, and they would have to, they would uh, crank it up back in the morning, uh, in the morning at 6 a.m. with a rooster crow. Uh, they, there was two DJs that were uh, attempting to do the longest continuous radio broadcast. One guy was named Steve Lewis. Can't remember the other guy's name. And uh, it was 81, I think. And it was well over 130-some hours. It was almost a week. And they set up a little a booth in the mall, Pelham Ridge Mall, and they, they accomplished, they, set the, they broke the record. And what was, and, the, what uh, was the exact record again? 
it, it was the longest continuous radio broadcast by you know, a, a DJ, a single DJ or duo, or duo whatever. And how, how many hours was that? It was like 147. Oh, gosh. No, I, mean, I can't was, do that. It's been over. It's almost 38 years ago. So I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. So you remember a couple of years back, there was uh, everything was about this filibuster. I don't even remember what it was about, but there was going to be a filibuster in Congress and filibuster. Yes. Fil- and I pitched to Pete Spriggs. I'm like, we can we can capitalize on this. We'll do a, a Mark Aram filibuster where I take over the station for one full day. <laughs> I start in, I fill in for Scott Slade. And back at the time, it was Herman Cain after Slade. And then I do every show in all the way for 24 hours, all the way up to Scott Slade's morning news the next morning. Okay. Um, <laughs> and I would do everyone's show. Like uh, Herman, I would have done a political show. Rush, I would have okay. done. And, and, uh, and I don't know. I guess he wasn't into the day. Was it 24 hours of Mark? I yeah. don't know. I thought on a Friday, like, get, let me rest on Thursday. I take Thursday off, and I come okay. in, and I go, or or Thursday to Friday, I guess, take a Wednesday off, okay. and then just do 24 hours. I, I don't think you could do it. I think I would like to try. I think it'd be oh, fun. Yeah. I think you get some sponsors, the, bring you some food. I'll tell coffee. you what. I would start with the morning news, because that's the toughest show to do. Right. Exactly. Toughest yeah. show to host. Absolutely. And then end with whatever, Dana Lash or whatever the hell else. You know, Dana yeah. Lash, I think, goes up to the morning news. Yeah. I, I still want to try it. The Mark Aram Show filibuster. I think I think we could still do that. Well, it wouldn't set a record, though. 154 hours. That's not going to happen. JC's in Jefferson. JC, welcome to the show. Well, I would love that because, I mean, you said about 24 hours about your show. I mean, that's pretty cool. Would you, would you listen to all 24 hours? Yes, I would. Aw. You're, you're a good man. I called in yesterday, and I got this lady that said, you can't get on the radio. I'm like, that's just not fair. A lady? Well, I don't have a lady screening my calls. Maybe it was the other day. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Yesterday or whatever day it was. Yeah. I think it was Catfish Crystal. We'll deal with Catfish. JC, have a great weekend, brother. Uh, Robbie's in Stockbridge. Robbie, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Mark. How you doing? What's going on, Robbie? Actually, it's Bobby. That's okay. Hey, Bobby. I'm hey. sorry. <laughs> that's quite all right. Hey, I've actually uh, got some relatives that are in the Guinness Book of World Records. Ooh, tell me. Uh, I have an aunt. She actually married my uncle, but uh, her and her four. Wait, hold, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me stop you right there. You have an aunt. She, she's your aunt by blood. No, she's not my aunt by blood. She's aunt, my aunt by marriage. So your uncle married this woman. My uncle married this woman, and they they were not related. No, they're okay, not related. It made it sound I mean, like you said, "Well, my is... aunt married my uncle," so I was like, "Whoa, all right, let's see how okay. this works." All right, so let's let's. Yeah, this is in Virginia. This okay, Virginia, go, Alabama. Go ahead, so. go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> but, uh, all right, so uh, Bobby, uh, real quick, your your family's in the Guinness Book of World Records. How did it happen? Okay, um, she and her four siblings are the oldest living siblings in the world. Wow, are they still all alive? Uh, the brother died uh, sometime this past year, Ooh. and my aunt turned 100 this year. Good for her. The so combined, yeah, the combined age between the five of them was 485 years. 400. So if me and my brother wanted to break that record, we each have to live to be 247 years old. That's not going to happen. Yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> what What are their yeah. name? What, what's the last name? Just give me the last name. Mangum. M a n g h a m. They were in the newspaper. Um, and everything. I went down to the celebration. They had a representative from uh, Guinness was down there. Well, I, once I get to station. once I order that book and it comes in, I will be looking for the Mangum family, the oldest siblings in the world. 
the aunt and the uncle not related, Deb Green. That there was no correct. This was not in in Birmingham. <laughs> Thank you for the call, Bobby. Um, when we come back, National French Fry Day is tomorrow. I'll give you some fry stats. 404-872-0750. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Believe it or not. Oh, I forgot it was What's-His-Name that did that uh, from City Slickers. Rest in peace. Uh, The Ripley's Believe It or Not show. The the, uh, cowboy actor. Yes, Palance. Good job, Deb Green. Uh, real quick, we are going to finish up on Guinness Book of World Records calls. Uh, Charlie's in Gainesville. Charlie, what do you have? Yeah, back in the 70s, they used to have a 20-mile walk called Walk for Mankind. And being a buddy of mine, thought we would try to break the record of running three-legged. And I believe at the time, the record was 18 miles. We made it 15 miles before they called it off due to weather. Oh, my, you were so close, Charlie. Yep, let's we do, did let's 15 what? miles, t- uh, t- three-legged. Me and you will try it on Sunday. We'll try to break that record. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he laughed. I think he was laughing more at me than at him. Yeah. Charlie's in Duluth. Charlie, real quick, what do you have? Hey, so does it have to be a working toilet that you have to sit on? No, it can just be uh, an, a non-working. Yeah, this one was just set up in the middle of yeah. the bar, and you had to sit on it. Yeah, so just set up a toilet in the, in the middle of the studio there, and you can break two records at the same time. Broadcast continuously and sit on the toilet continuously. Now, I could sit on the toilet for seven straight days. I can't broadcast for seven straight days. Even I don't have enough yeah, BS voice to fill be, that. Your voice yeah. would be shot, too. Gary's in Atlanta. Gary, real quick, what do you have? Hey, I was going to tell you, if you uh, end up doing the toilet thing, man, I'll send Deb Green an email. We can get sponsorships, get the best toilet in Atlanta. I'm telling you, it's a great idea. Let's let's pitch so, that in the next anyway. promotions meeting, Deb. Okay. I'm down for it. I'm telling you, I'm telling you brother, we yeah. get sponsorships, <laughs> and especially when you said you're you know, a real toilet and you're all in. You know what? We like could do this as a seat. fundraiser for Children's Health Care of Atlanta. Oh, yeah, Carathon's We got the Carathon. I'll, I'll sit on the throne for the kids. <laughs> I'd be happy to do that. All right, wheels are in motion. I'm going to regret this, I think. Yes. Uh, real quick, tomorrow's National French Fry Day. Uh, mm. The average person, Longoria, consumes 29 pounds of French fries a year. I'd probably double that. That seems like a lot. I'd double that easy. Yeah. I eat fries with everything. Well, Deb has zero, so that evens out. If you do yeah. 60, There you go. Yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> what Best uh, fast food French fries. What do you guys think? Ooh. Zaxby's. Really? Churches and Zaxby's. Church, uh, Zaxby's has the crinkle fries, yeah. right? Those are good. Churches. Uh, church is not on this top 10 list. I don't think I've ever had fries at churches. Uh, number one, according to the survey, uh, good old Mickey D's McDonald's. I can't argue with that. I've I, heard that. I've heard everyone's like, oh, the fries are really I good. Love, I love I don't like a skinny fry. Here's the top 10. Uh, <laughs> McDonald's, number one. Arby's, number two, with the curly fries, our friends at Arby's. Number three, Five Guys. Number four, Chick-fil-A. That's where I... I Lose Chick Fil A. I'll really? eat the waffle fries. I've never craved the waffle See, fries. I'll, I'll only get waffle fries in a milkshake. Yeah, I just I don't know. I was I wasn't growing up in a waffle fry house. They're foreign <laughs> to me. I, I never <laughs> never adopted them. Number five, Wendy's. Number six, Burger King. Number seven, In and Out, which I had the other day. They were they were medium. Yeah. Number eight, Sonic. Number nine, Carl's Jr. Number ten, White Castle. That I disagree with too. Those yeah. are not very good fries. No, you go go to the White Castle to get the burgers, not the fries. So there you go. Tomorrow national. French Fry Day uh, survey says that you are listening right now. You eat 29 pounds of French fries a year. Good for you. Keep up the good work. All right, coming up after news, weather, and traffic, comedian Rich Voss in studio. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I
Welcome back. Friday edition of the Mark Aram Show. Coming up on the program, we're going to talk to uh, Gio, the founder of Antico Pizza. Brittany from Access Atlanta will join us in studio right now, bringing the funny to the punchline stage tonight and tomorrow. Comedian Rich Voss. Rich, welcome to the show. How are you, sir? Great. I, how did you get to Pizza Guy? What did it get? Isn't, <laughs> no, I understand. This is, I know you're not from the area. What? Atlanta was pizza starved for a long time. And yeah. then this Italian guy named Gio comes and he opens this place, Antico. And I'm a pizza snob. I grew up in the Northeast, New yeah. Haven pizza, That's New York real pizza. Good pizza in New Haven. It's like known for, exactly. I mean, it's not New York pizza. I'm Correct. from Jersey. Yeah. Jersey and New York, but New York, I would say. Sure. You know. So I, I, I thumb my nose at pizza in Atlanta for many, many, and this guy shows up, and it's as good as anything I've ever had. You know, but it's so funny because, you know, people go, oh, well, pizza in New York, but you can't get good barbecue like you can get down south in no, New York. Absolutely, you not. go through Texas. My daughter went to ECU in East uh, in the Purple School. Yeah, yeah. And there's a barbecue place down there, Bee's Barbecue. It's probably the best barbecue in the world. Yeah, you know, so you can get pizza every corner in New York, mm-hmm. but good barbecue, you got to find it. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's not everywhere well, like it's that. It's funny. So you know, I grew up in Connecticut, and my. Uh, Exposure to Southern food was basically KFC, Lee's famous recipe fried chicken. Those are the only biscuits that I knew, yeah. or KFC biscuits. I came down here, it's a it's a whole new culinary world. Well, I grew up in in an urban neighborhood, so we used to have. I used to go to my friend's house, and his mom would on Fridays or whatever would cook fried whiting fish. Mm-hmm. And my you know my parents <laughs> didn't make that, and I would go there and just beg for fish. Then yesterday when I came in, I pulled over in some place and had fried fish. It was just the most unhealthy, best tasting food on the planet. Absolutely, you know. Uh, we don't. I'm not really a comic. We. I really do food talk. <laughs> That's basically what I do. I wake up with four hours sleep and and talk food. And then last night I had uh, uh, what do you call it? Chicken uh, something. You know, uh, so whatever. There's- well, listen, I'll, I'll be happy to talk food with you, uh, but uh, you may or may not be talking food on the Punchline stage tonight and tomorrow. Tickets available online at punchline.com. I would imagine, I mean, you're you're a, a well-traveled comic. You're on the road a lot. Um, it, it uh, Just eating right or eating healthy or eating periods got to be a, a chore on the road. I was doing well, and then every time I work Vegas, I gain weight because I eat like a pig. Yeah. Either because I'm losing and I am depressed. <laughs> yeah. Or I food. can't sleep and I'm eating. I have to lose, t- if I lose 10 pounds and I'm in perfect shape, I'm, you know, I mean, on a one to 10 scale, I'm already a seven. So once <laughs> I lose 10 pounds, I'm Good. back to an eight and a half. Very nice. You know, uh, I was working a casino and I'm in the shower. And there's no water pressure. This was in Atlantic City. The okay. worst. I hate that. It, I mean, it dribbled out. Yeah. Dribble. I'm serious. And I and I was furious, and I was going to call the front desk, and I was going to uh, complain. And then it hit me, or and I'm thinking, in some countries, they don't even have running water or hot water. Yeah. Or what. And I'm thinking, who am I to complain? But then I'm thinking about it. I'm going, in those countries, 
they didn't lose $2,000 at the crap table. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? I called down and it's I complained. All it's all relative. Yeah. You, you know. So uh, here's something. So I was I was in Vegas last week for the World Series of Poker, and I experienced my first earthquake ever. I was I was staying. Where in the, was he performing? Oh no, <laughs> he opened for Sinbad. Oh, okay, uh, I was I was in uh, the Venetian. I'm on the 19th floor in my closet, and like tr- trying to get money out of the safe. I actually used the safe in the hotel for the first time, um, and I was and the, I started getting dizzy, and I was like, oh, I better get something to eat. Like I haven't yeah. eaten in four hours. I'm in Vegas, and then I get out of the closet and I see the chandelier just swaying like this. I was like, holy crap, this is an earthquake. It was unbelievable. Well, that's from California you're talking yeah. about. And it, it shook that bad in Vegas? I, I can't believe it wasn't located in Vegas. That's how bad it was shaking. Well, say an earthquake hit Vegas. Let's mm-hmm. say. Okay. Which it seemed to be pretty hard with desert, but I don't know anything about earthquakes, yeah. so I don't even know why I said that. That was really stupid. The pizza guys want to talk about the uh, yeah. geology of <laughs> yeah. the rocks when he comes up. Uh, could you think an earthquake could take down those big buildings? Well, I would think yes, a, a strong enough one, but uh, probably the older ones. I would hope the newer. There is buildings, no more older buildings in Vegas, yeah. really. But I would think the downtown. newer buildings would they have some sort of, you know, like in Japan now. Any new building in Japan, because they have so many earthquakes, are quote earthquake resistant, or they will they will sway. But not monsters. I mean, yeah, like well, Godzilla or King Kong could still yeah, take down a done. building. Exactly. And so, I would be frightened to death if I like. In New York now, I live in Jersey, but I was in New York the other night, and they're building, you know, condos or apartment buildings that are like 80, 90 stories yeah. high. These things are bigger than the Chrysler building. Yeah. And what are you out of your mind? I would never live up there. Not because of terrorism, just because of heights. Yeah. And being scared and went. I won't go on the two-story Ferris wheel, more <laughs> or less. I'm not lying. More or less live on the 90th floor of a building. And so is, is that one of the things when you're when you're performing in Vegas? Do you get a low room in the hotel? Do you request a lower I sleep room? in my car. <laughs> can't, get, can't get lower I, than Miata. I, yeah, I sleep in the car. I, sometimes I might even lay under it. Uh, I try. I always want the lowest floor yeah. one because, especially in Vegas, those elevators and all the drunk people. Oh, up yeah, in, so. I just hate being stuck. That's what I hate about Vegas. People think they could. Guys think they could do whatever they want. They're just drunk and creeps, and yeah. it's just Satan's basement. But I'm there all the time. They have great <laughs> golf courses. It is, and, and good comedy clubs too. Uh, Brad oh, yeah. Garrett's got one out there. Yeah, I work his club all the time. The nicest guy in the world. He's so I play poker with him. He oh, do is, you? I, I not one uh, one time I played with him. Yeah. He is so nice. I've I've worked with him uh, there. You know, just all the clubs, yeah. not all of them, the three best ones I work. Yeah. How often are you are you in Vegas performing? Is Every it? 15 years. No, uh, <laughs> I was there like probably six times last year. Yeah. This, bet- between 2018, what are we now, 2019? 2019, yeah. Probably seven times, six or seven times. Better crowds, Vegas or like uh, the, the funny hole in Bismarck? You know what I'm saying? I, I they don't let me work the funny hole anymore. <laughs> Ban. I'm banned from the funny hole. Uh, I, to me, listen, and this sounds like ego, and it is. I, you know, I, I have such an ego I could be a president. <laughs> I, uh, I'm going to do well wherever I work. I'm going to make it work. Yeah. Because I know what I'm doing. You have I've the toolkit. Exactly. I've been doing it so long. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I could work a knife fight. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Uh Vegas is a different 
than anywhere else because some uh, audiences, you'll get some comps, you'll get people that lost, that people that are killing time, or you'll just get great people that want to go to a show. Yeah. They're in Vegas, let's go to a show. Yeah. And they don't want to spend $7,000 to see <laughs> Siegfried and Siegfried. Uh, you know, so. They're not around, right? Those guys no, are done. What, no, well, one's, one's, one's tiger meat. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so the the crowds are mixed, but they're 90, 95% Good audiences because yeah. they want to go to a show in Vegas. Well, yeah, and you know it's. It, but anywhere you go, like last night, it wasn't a big crowd. It was Thursday, mm-hmm. but I did an hour and twenty minutes. You know, they were great. It was good times. Yeah, it was fun, and I haven't been to Atlanta in a while. Yeah. And you know, I mean, tonight and tomorrow will be. You know, we'll have nice crowds. Sure. Uh, well, make sure you have nice crowds. Tickets I, available for Rich Voss at the Punchline. Why are you going to bring two hundred people? I'm going to bring two hundred. <laughs> every single one of my listeners. Uh, Rich Voss. Tickets online at Punchline.com. Uh, my research staff uh, tells me you started comedy in the uh, in the early to mid '80s. You started your stand up career. Is that correct? I guess. All yeah. right. So obviously a long storied career. You've done it all. You've yeah. seen it all. I've done a lot. Are you worried this about the biggest this right is the now? This, show? Is, yes. this is the, the highlight. <laughs> yeah. Are you worried about the future of comedy in this in this ever changing PC world? I, I hear from a lot of comics that are are concerned that you know the the lines keep moving and and they're fearful that comedy won't be the same going forward. Is well, that nothing a- is the same. I mean, look at movies from mm-hmm. the 50s, 60s, 70s. Everything evolves into, but everything, you know, I do what I'm going to do no matter what. Yeah. You know, I mean, I will change as much as I can with the times, but I still have to be who I am. Yeah. I'm not worried about it. I don't care. You know, I listen, you know, you know, whether I'm not political, but we have a president that tweets and argues with a soccer player. So why can't I say what I want? <laughs> valid point. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Valid point. So... Uh, and I'm saying I'm for or against any of them. I, I don't really care because, you know, it's all, you know, these guys are all stupid money. So it's a whole nother level, whether yeah. you're left or right or, you know, it's it's just real money people. Sure. You know, I play golf in Vegas with, you know, at a course with some of the richest people you'll ever want to meet. And, you know, building $15 million houses. Mm-hmm. You know, one guy had a car collection I saw. You know, one car is three million, and this is beyond anything I'll ever own. It's a whole nother level. So when you you know you get up to politicians or big money like that, the bottom line is we really don't matter. <laughs> there you go. I mean, you know what I'm saying? We're just Rich's new special. We really we don't, don't matter. We really don't matter. <laughs> I, I know I'm not trying to be negative, but it's just that's a whole nother level yeah. of people up there. Und- you understood. know, look. Our next president could be that guy uh, from Amazon. Uh, you Bezos, know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm just saying they they have, you know, uh, which I do love Amazon. Don't get me wrong. I'll buy something, go on the road, and I know I have something to come home yeah. to. You know, I have a wife and kids, but they don't do it for me like, <laughs> like, Amazon like that package. Does. My girlfriend <laughs> forgot something at home for in Vegas, and she ordered it on Amazon and had it delivered to the hotel. It's, it's, it's an amazing. I, I order something in and I was sitting in my hotel room. I was in Arizona, and I, I don't know what. And my wife calls, and she's like, nah, 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 "The dog, the oven, <laughs> she, you know, the bills. She's having a breakdown." Yeah, yeah. And all I want to ask her is, 
did I get a package? <laughs> yeah. You know what? Oh, your grandmother died. That's horrible. You know, I ordered boots. Yeah, are my socks uh, here yet? <laughs> you know. Rich, can you hang out one more second? Yeah. All right, hang tight. We'll be right back. Rich Voss in studio is at Punchline tonight and tomorrow. Tickets online at punchline.com. We'll be right back. This is The Mark Aram Show. Welcome back. Friday edition of the Mark Arab Show. Merely the warm-up act for the pizza guy, Gio, who's coming up. Comedian Rich Voss in studio is at the Punchline tonight and tomorrow. A very funny dude. Uh, Go see him tonight or tomorrow or both. That's allowed, right, Rich? They can go to both uh, nights. Well, yeah, because I'm always different. Yeah. I'm I'm very versatile and I'm like, uh, I don't know if you know this, but you're talking to a genius. I did not know that. Yeah. I, know. I, I can recognize it now, the yeah. talent and the. Uh, yeah. Uh, this is the first time I'm at this new club. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. People work there nice. I had a good time last night. My opening acts are great, whatever their names are. <laughs> some guy and some girl. The girl, they're both great. I, I don't remember names. They're but fantastic. Yeah, they really are. They're good. Don't, you know, usually go on the road and the opening acts are just one guy I was working with in Vegas. He stood on his head. I had to follow the guy standing on his head. I swear to God, I go, I'm in the dressing room watching him on the monitor going, is he standing on his head? He's standing uh, on his head, indeed. So, listen, if you want to uh, come see me, but also, if you like roast, I have the best roast online at VossRoast.com. Oh, excellent. V- VossRoast.com. This is the best roast you'll ever see. One S, V-O-S. V-O-S, Roast.com. It's five bucks to rent or ten to buy. Done. Major hitters, Bobby Kelly, Colin Quinn, Jim Florentine, Bonnie, my wife, Bonnie McFarland, Judy Gold, Big J. It, it's Murderer's Row. The best roast, VossRoast.com. Judy Gold, would you? Would I what? Go with Judy Gold? She's, no. <laughs> when I looked, do you know who she is? Yeah, of course. I, on the roast, I looked at her and I go, I, I, I go, I loved you on the subway platform in Ghost. <laughs> uh, Fantastic. Yeah. When she falls in the woods. Anyhow. <laughs> VossRoast.com. It's the best. I promise you. You watch this roast. If you don't like it, I'll give you your five bucks back. There you go. Money back guaranteed. Uh, Rich, great to see you. Welcome to Atlanta. Well, and, I can't wait uh, to perform tonight and go have some barbecue somewhere. Enjoy our barbecue and fried whiting. I already had the fried whiting. <laughs> News, weather, and traffic next. Hang tight. This is The Mark Aram Show. This is Rosie Perez, and you're listening to the Mark Aram Show. Welcome back. Friday edition of the Mark Aram Show. Uh, coming up on the program, Gio, the uh, mastermind behind Antico Pizza, perhaps the best pizza in the southeastern United States. He's just around the corner. But uh, joining us in studio, long time, I'm going to say longtime friend of the show. Actually, a recent edition show, but a huge hit on the show. Brittany Tannenbaum from Access Atlanta. How are you, Britt? I'm great. Uh, to be honest, I'm just sticking around for the pizza. The pe- right. Isn't that so good? Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. 
I need to just go work there just to like get free pizza. And it's amazing. Buddy up Geo. Yeah, exactly right. So hey, well, hang out. We'll get you some okay. pizza. A uh, lot of stuff going on. Brittany here every Friday to tell us what's going on in the city of Atlanta this week. I want to start with Comic Con. Yes. I didn't realize Comic Con was all was this weekend. That's a dun, huge. Dun, 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 dun. That's a huge event. That's crazy. It I is, can't even believe it. It is, and it's over at the Georgia World Congress Center. So they always have. Tons of celebrities and writers, artists from all your favorite uh, comic book, uh, comic books, and yeah. then also shows as well. So it's pretty cool to see kind of the people behind all of the. This all is of this that is stuff. different than Dragon Con, which we know is usually in downtown right. Atlanta. So Comic Con is strictly comic book carriers. Yes, I believe sci-fi so. Sci-fi stuff. I don't. Yes. I mean, yes. If you want to dress, who would you dress? If you were to go, yeah. who would you dress up as? I don't know if it's appropriate, but I would be uh, Indiana Jones. Okay. Yeah. You might was... get a little flack for that, but like I feel like you'd be okay. <laughs> All right, Han Solo then. I'll okay. be Han Solo. Okay. I could definitely see you as Princess Leia, right? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. With I uh, I was telling Craig upstairs that I would just go and just like start, you know, signing autographs and they would actually <laughs> maybe think I would yeah. Be Natalie Portman and well, I can yeah, charge for that. Actually, mm-hmm. now that you mention it, yeah, you got a little Portman-esque I do. I thing do. going on. I will on. take it anytime. Yeah. She's, Are you going to go down great. to Comic-Con? Um, I will not because I'm going to be going to the Killer Tomato Festival. The Attack of the Killer Tomato Fe- uh, Festival is going down at Westside Provisions District. And so this is Ford Fry's big event. I think this is the 11th annual. Yeah. So it's been going on for a decade He was now. on my show last week to talk about a great event. Yes. And that's actually... Nah, I won't walk there, but I could. It's within walking distance of my house. Okay, so a I little could, exercise. Yeah, exactly, I can enjoy the festival and then stumble home after uh, eating and drinking. Totally, and he has a uh, he has a chef band. You know about this, the yeah, Food do. Fighters. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they're going to be playing and performing there. There'll be a live auction, so you can uh, get a chance to win a variety of prizes and experiences. General admission for the Tomato Fest is forty five bucks. Um, well worth it, I think. Yeah. So you're going to be there. I will be there. Shake Shack's going to be there. I don't know what they're making. I need yeah. to inquire, but I think it might it's be. It's all tomato stuff, though, right? Isn't it it all is, and they usually tomatoes? do some kind of whatever the event is, so mm. they probably do something maybe tomato-y, which sounds, maybe it's just a burger with a tomato. That'd be good, a, a tomato-centric you know? burger. Yeah, exactly. I'm down with it. Um, I also, not only do I like tomatoes, I like pancakes. Yes. And we got the Pancake and Booze Art Show this weekend. Yes, this has been going on for a few years, too. It is the Atlanta Pancake and Booze Art Show. Basically, it's a underground pop art show that showcases some of the nation's top emerging artists. And while you're enjoying all of this art, you can also pour some syrup on some pancakes and eat pancakes while you enjoy the art. Are you? This is going to be a personal question now, sure. Brittany. And you don't have to answer yes. this if you don't want. Okay. When it comes to breakfasts, yes. do you prefer sweet or savory? So if you're going, if I, if I take you out to brunch, um, are you getting eggs or are you getting pancakes and waffles? So I, I will only go out with someone who's willing to share the sweet. <laughs> gotcha. So I do, if I'm, if I'm going to Waffle House, I'll get like cheese eggs, a yeah. double order of hash browns, and a side of pickles because I like to eat my hash browns with pickles. Interesting, okay. Which is weird but but it's very delicious I like it. highly recommended Eccentric. and then i'll get a waffle but i'm not going to eat the whole waffle. Share the waffle so i share the waffle so what i do so sometimes after the mornings i'll go out to breakfast with judd higginbotham or whomever from the morning news yep and we'll go to like egg harbor harbor, harbor. cafe and i'm a savory guy so i'll get like an omelet or benedict or something but i always make the other guy i come with share a sweet treat like pancakes or so you're like the pressure uh person yes. who's like oh you should get the number six the, the blueberry no, waffles no i let them order whatever they want 
and then I inform them. So let's say I get Eggs Benedict and they get ham and eggs, whatever. Okay. I inform them, hey, we're splitting a side of pancakes. I, I let them know up front because I, I do want Got that it. little sweet yes. treat. With, with Yeah, it's too much to eat the whole thing. Exactly. You know, you need to like... You, you you are there for a reason. You're there with your date or whoever you're asking yeah. to go for a Judd. reason. They're just you know they're <laughs> just they're Judd. just <laughs> they're just splitting the the pancakes with yeah. you. You know. Let so. me ask you about the. Let's go back to the pickles and yes. the hash browns. Do you put the hash browns on top of the pickles? I mean, so, the pickles on top of the. Now hash that browns? I'm thinking about it, I actually like when I when I I do like their grilled cheeses a lot so with good. tomatoes and pickles. Yeah. So I just I love their pickles. There's something about the the little like they're not bread they're bread they're not bread and butter no. because they're. Uh, Regular pickles, yeah. but they're like the chip hamburger chip pickles. You See, know? I'm a, I'm a pip- pickle snob. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, do you like I wickles? To, I love pickles. Wickles. I don't know the what vinegar. Those are. It's like a, um, it's a vinegar. They're they're really expensive in grocery stores. Really, and they're called wickles. Wickle pickles. Bring some in next week. Okay, I will. So, like, when I go to Chick Fil A, I'll get the chicken sandwich. Extra pickles. No pickles. No pickles. Yeah, because oh, I'm, I'm a pickle snob. And oh, I'm not God. really a big. I love Waffle House, but I'm not really a fan of their pickles. But I might throw them on top of the hash browns. I don't mm-hmm. know if they would mix them. Usually, you can get them scattered, smothered, scattered, smothered, covered, pickled. pickled. I don't think that's an option. I don't think they have an option. And we did an interview with them, and I think I might email them and tell them do it because they take. Uh, it was interesting because they they kind of take all of their concoct- concoctions of, uh, you know, all of their. Um, uh, order or food you know stuff from their customers so they learn from their customers yeah. so people are asking for stuff on their hash browns or how to do this and that and if it becomes popular item. people ju- they just put it on the, Scattered, on the menu smothered covered and pickled, pickled in honor of Brittany. Uh, <laughs> all this stuff's available on wsbtv.com social media where can we find you and access atlanta so i am at brit elise and then access atlanta is at access atl follow us on instagram hit us up dm us S- spell your your personal one so cuz people say okay. i missed her thing okay okay at b r i t t i l i s e speaking of instagram Queen B, hello. I know. I got a little OMG. Love from Kim. That was pretty cool. Wow. I'm excited. I was impressed. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. Hey, we'll see you next week with Wickles. Yes, Wickles. Right. Brittany Tannenbaum, Access Atlanta. Thanks, Britt. Bye bye. All right. Thanks, Brittany. Coming up now uh, from our good buddy David Danzig from Bites Insights, the uh, purveyor of what is alleged to be the best pizza in Atlanta, Gio from Antico. Take it away, Danzig. All right. Thanks so much, Mark. Um, I have the privilege of being in the studio with Giovanni De Palma. For those of you, most people will probably know that name, but the ones who don't, you have certainly very likely eaten his food. Antico Pizza. There's the original on the west side. There is one at Avalon. There is one at the Battery. Um, his other creation, Gio's Chicken, which is my State personal. Farm Arena. State oh, you're in State Farm Arena, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. All right. It's everywhere now. Yes, yes. Um but Gio's Chicken, uh, originally on the west side, now open in the Battery. And is there one up in Avalon, too? No, not yet. Not, not yet. Not yet. So, about yeah. Gio, um, there's breaking news. I mean, yeah. usually we will interrupt tra- traffic, weather, whatever. For, <laughs> but this is this is breaking foodie news. Um, this is this is paramount. Tell me what's what you got well, coming. You know, the man who's been making uh, Neapolitan pizza for 10 years and been ranked in the top 10 in America are in winning best of Atlanta, whatever that means year after year after year. I mean, yep. there's a lot of great oh, pizza yeah. here now. So I'm fortunate to even be considered to be the best of Atlanta still, but I'm now going to make a new pizza. And so I'm going a little bit further South off in the boot, of, right. off the coast of 
Italy, and I'm going to make Sicilian pizza, So, which my grandmother made and my mother's side of the family is from Palermo. So I'm going to launch uh, Antico Sicilian pizza. I mean, so, you know, you're the kind of undisputed heavyweight champion of Neapolitan pizza. It changed the game really here. I mean, we had, right. for years, you could... I don't even get it. I don't want to I call don't know what happened out. before I yeah, got pizza here. Pizza was just pizza. <laughs> right, right. Antico comes around. It changes the game. It's certainly not broken. It's the top of the mountain. And now you're going right. to throw something out completely different, right? So yes. Neapolitan's thin crust, cooked really high temperature. Yeah. It's very um, complex. It's very complicated. Crispy, Sicilian, chewy, wood-fired, yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. Sicilian, um, you were telling me this is even more complicated than Yeah, Neapolitan. it's it's much harder to make on on the on the on the on the dough production side. It takes 3 days. It's a it's a ice we literally put ice in the dough. It's a cold fermentation. It's much harder to make the dough, um, but you actually get it even faster because it's, you can buy a slice. Right. So it, this it takes three days to make, and you can get it in three minutes. You know, and you, and so. but and you, but you bake it three times. Yeah, you it's a, me. it's a, it's baked three times. You bake you, you let the crust rise six hours after the three days. Then you bake it off. Then you top it. Then you bake it again. Then when you order it, we finish it in a finishing oven oh at the counter to crisp it up. And and get it really crispy and and the cheese final melt and then we hand it to you. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So that's seismic. That's yeah. That's yeah, big. big. So I'm going to get my Be first fun. slice this afternoon, yeah. um, this evening. All right. So the well, it's Antico versus Antico, I guess. I mean, yeah. I don't know. You got. I mean, start I, the argument. I don't, I mean, you know, it's an embarrassment. I mean, of riches. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, I had a guy at the battery whisper to me the other night. He's like, I think I like this better. Than Antico. It's kind of sacrilege to say that something's better than Antico Neapolitan, but there you go. All right, so that's that's huge. Yes. So new, brand new uh, restaurant just opened the battery. Gio's Chicken. Yes. Yes. Gio's Italian Chicken. There's something new. So for people like me who are disciples of Gio's uh, Chicken over on the west side, there's a new uh, thing you're bringing to the table. Yes. Yes. Well, the Antico Sicilian will be a part of Gio's, the slice bars on the west side and the battery. and yeah, and I've been fighting for quite a long time not to make. I mean, I I, I never really made fried chicken historically, and I, I'm not going to say I did, but I've played with it and to make an Italian right. fried chicken. It had to be, you know, Italian and ingredients, and so I've brought this special sunflower oil from Italy and this certain flour that I dredge it in and a sea salt buttermilk brine Ugh. from Sicily, and so I'm making an Italian fried. Oh chicken. my gosh! And it's. Uh, this is breaking That's news. That's what you say I mean, when you bite it. You kind of say, what, what, it, I mean, because, you know, fried chicken, in the end, st- sometimes they all start to taste the same, except from, I love JCT's Fort Fries fried sure. chicken. But, you know, and then I, after I, I ate it, I said, this is worthy to put the G.O. name on it because it's it's really Italian flavoring in fried chicken. That's amazing. All right. So, Gio De Palma, we have, uh, like we said, Antico Pizza. You got it in three locations. Yep. We've got two Gio's chickens now. It's all yep. available on the web. You can check my website, bitesandsites.net. Uh, I'll have some pictures and some descriptions yeah. up. And, and Don't forget um, the cool part. We're still going to be delivering a whole Antico Sicilian with a bucket of Geo's. Now, that's game And that's changer. going to be available on DoorDash, maybe a few others. Right now, we're exclusive with DoorDash, Postmates, Grubhub, maybe coming soon. You'll be able to order both of those as a combo brought to your house. Oh, my gosh. So, Mark Aram, uh, I'm going to throw it back to you. You now have your next poker night uh, <laughs> menu already set. Gio's yeah. going to send it out to you. And, um, Gio, thanks for being Happy here. Happy to be Can't here. Can't wait Happy to, to be get deep, deep yeah. into the pizza and the chicken. Thank you so much. Ciao. All right, thanks, David. Thanks, Gio. Hang tight. We'll be right back. One segment to go. This is 
The Mark Aram Show. Welcome back. Final segment of the Mark Aram Show. I tell you what, uh, guys, I can get used to this three-day work week. This was pretty awesome, just doing shows on Wednesday, oh, know, right? Thursday, and Friday. That was fantastic. Not I, for me. I'm here all week. Yeah. Right here. Yeah. Deb, Deb was here all week. Longoria was here all week, but I was in Vegas for the first two. We'll have a full week of shows next week, including Monday, uh, the triumphant return of Randy from the Digital Desk for Millennial yes. Match Game. High oh, demand. Yeah, nice. pe- my mom requested Randy. <laughs> really? She's like, yeah, she's like, you better get Randy back on Millennial well, Match she's Game. she's popular. Yeah, mm-hmm. she is very popular. So uh, we'll kick that off on Monday and a bunch of other good stuff coming up next week. Uh, promised to us by Deb Green, the mm-hmm. producer of the Mark Aaron. And is Chuck back next week? He is back. I think he's Monday. Chuck back will Monday. be back Monday. Mm-hmm. Intern Jake will be on vacation. He's on vacation. Uh, how can an intern be on vacation? Really? Yeah. And it's a bigger mm. loss than Chuck because he Jake does more work <laughs> yeah, for the show than does. Chuck does. I just didn't think an intern could take vacation. Yeah. I gave him homework. Good, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. There, you there you go. Um, all right, so yeah, Chuck will be back. All right, let's do Star of the Show, Longoria. And now, are you guys ready for the Mark Aram Star of the Show? I'm still in a big hole financially, so even though Deb did most of the work today, Longoria did fine as well. Scott, uh, the phone screener, very good job, mm-hmm. but uh, I need Star of the Show. I need to make some money, so there you go. <laughs> um, I will be uh, active on social media all weekend long, so if you want to hook up with me on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram, Facebook Mark Aram WSB. Hope you have a great weekend. Be safe. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. Go to sleep, you little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the All Suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network, and it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.